This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Films can entertain and dazzle, yes, but they can also capture elements of what it is to be human, the moments and emotions that are hard to put words to. Films can be calls to action. Sometimes they're even silly and sometimes experimental and boundary pushing. Depending on what you're looking for, the Chicago International Film Festival, which boasts over 100 feature length and 60 short films, it no doubt has something for you. And it returns for its 59th year this Wednesday. Now to get a preview, we are joined by the festival's artistic director, Mimi Plochet. Welcome to Reset. Thank you for having me. And we're also joined by Rebecca Fons, Director of Programming at the Gene Siskel Film Center, which is one of the festival venues. Good to see you again, Rebecca. You too. What's your favorite thing about this festival, Mimi? I'm curious. I, the, I mean, over, from year to year, the one thing I really love about the festival is the sense of discovery that it provides to audience members. Um, you know, a festival viewing is so different from going to the movie theater to see a film that has been reviewed, that your friends have seen, that you've seen the trailer for, you've seen seen information about it on social media. But often with the film festival, you don't know anything sometimes about a film before you go in to see it, right. or maybe just the information that we've provided. And so there's a you're taking a chance on something, but you're also discovering something completely or wholly new and different. Um, and I love how it just kind of opens our eyes to the way that people live, feel, love, cry, see, experience in different parts of the world. Um, and so, yeah, that, to me, yeah. it's like that sense of discovery that it provides. So then, Rebecca, what role do you see Chicago playing in, in the film industry? Oh, well, I mean, we're home to this wonderful festival, which really brings the best of the world to Chicago audiences. And something I love about Chicago International Film Festival is, uh, especially this year, they, they've really expanded across the city at all of these different venues, uh, including the Gene Siskel Film Center. So um, just as Mimi was saying, that sense of discovery is really something that you share with your fellow audience members. Um, I've, I've loved uh, being at the festival and traveling to other film festivals mm -hmm. and walking to a movie theater for something I've never seen before. And then you 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 kind of experience that with your your fellow citizens, your fellow your neighbors, your strangers, your friends, um, and Chicago International provides that in abundance. It's really yeah. a special time of year. Uh, a staple of the festival, Mimi, is having directors in the room at screenings, right? And I understand that you're actually just getting back to this in full swing now since the pandemic. So what excites you about that? I mean, your face lit up as I started yeah, saying that. I mean, to me, it is one of the things that makes kind of a festival screening incredibly special and unique. It's the opportunity not only to see something that you maybe don't know anything about, but also to hear from the um, the makers you know, the things that the things that they're thinking about, the things that catch their attention, the things that they're trying to convey. And I love that the audiences in Chicago are so actually, I mean, intelligent, interactive. So many times we hear from a director that their best Q&A anywhere in the world was right here in Chicago. So the way in which our audiences are coming together to see the films and to interact with each other and the filmmakers and and just learn. It's amazing. You looked at 7,500 films in preparation for this Yeah, festival? not me personally, but our team <laughs> did. Yeah, the number of... I was going to say, how many days did that take? Maybe? Well, we start in January 1. Um, yeah, so we start at the beginning of the year and submissions open very early. What were the trends you were seeing? Um, you know, I, some of the things that caught our attention this year is, are um, two in particular, which once we put the program together, mm -hmm. it really became clear. One was kind of there's this um, interesting return to film noir um, in using the tropes of film noir to talk about different kind of political um, or social um, movements or moments across the world. So that was something that, that we found both fun and interesting. Yeah, I love that so much. Well, you know, to that end... Um 
Rebecca, I wonder how you see film being a reflection of what we're currently grappling with as a society. Yeah, that's a huge question. Um, I think... Uh, and I'll tell you why I yeah, ask, because some, yeah. some of the films um, I noticed, I mean, this year, as in years prior, migration and refugees, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that continued to be a subject in mm -hmm. many of the films. And we know what's happening right here in our city. So, I mean... I'm curious your your thoughts. Yeah, there. yeah. I think well, and I think Chicago International has some of that reflection in its programming. Um, you know, the political and the personal kind of smash into each other in so many films. And I think filmmakers use the medium to reflect on the past. Um, there's a really beautiful film called The Bride um, from Rwanda that's an exploration of the Rwandan genocide, but through the relationship between two women who are who are surviving and recovering. Um, and then there's also a film called uh, Green Border, which is about a very contemporary issue on the Belarusian and a Polish border. So the, they're looking at the past. Those are also both by female filmmakers, I'll point out. Nice. Um, one from Poland and one from Rwanda. So they're both exploring really political, really socio social um, issues in the past or the present, but with these personal perspectives. And I think that's what film does, is filmmakers put their own voice to issues that are very universal uh, and also sometimes very specific. And I think the Chicago International Film Festival curatorial team is really conscious of that and make sure the festival is a reflection of, of our world. Absolutely. I mean, we talked about film noir being a big theme. I know, uh, you know, the curation continues. Women in cinema, black perspectives, outlook after dark. Uh, this is the second year, though, Mimi, that you're doing community screenings in parks too, right? Mm -hmm. we, we talked about Gene Siskel being one of the, the venues, but the parks as well? Yeah, this is our second year partnering with Chicago Park District. That's cool. And yeah, it's, a, um, it's, it's really great to be able to um, bring this amazing cinema um, to the parks. Um, they're accessible, free and open to the public. And it's a chance for anyone to, to go to these beautiful park district venues and see great cinema. So we'll be this year at Harrison Park for the first time, and we're returning back to Hamilton Park. And we've had a great experience working with the parks and the park supervisors and the community members that are both living near the parks and also travel from across the city to the parks to see the films. Yeah, I love that. You're you're bringing people in various parts of the industry together to, to foster conversations about the state of art and, and industry, um, how can makers really plug in here? So we do have a four-day Industry Days conference that starts, so we open on this coming Wednesday, okay. um, but Industry Days starts on Thursday, and it's four days of panels and conversations and roundtables um, and master classes. And so we encourage industry members to apply for accreditation because most of it is specific to the industry. But we do have a couple of events in Industry Days that are open to the general public. Mm -hmm. And one is a, is, a, is a conversation around comedy and satire in cinema that we're partnering with the Second City on. I um, mean, that's on Saturday. That yeah. And also, um, also on Saturday morning, we're going to be presenting a a panel on with a lot of the directors in attendance on the international contenders. So many directors whose um, work has been nominated by their countries for this mm -hmm. year's Oscars. We should note the the films on view at the film festival are independent films, uh, and they're not breaking the the SAG-AFTRA strike. Uh, so I'm curious if you're hearing anything from people, Rebecca, but just about the impact of the WGA and SAG strikes, and uh, you know, and whether the wins that writers made 
trickle to other jobs in this industry as well? Sure. I mean, I think the the ending of the WGA strike was a huge signal a that the writers were in the right mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, to fight for their their uh, equal equal pay. And I think I'm hoping that the SAG after strike will be shortly concluding as well. But what's so great is during festivals. Um, uh, other creative members of the team, the directors, the makeup artists, the costume artists, the art de- de- uh, directors have all had sort of a platform during festivals. So I think which you don't always get. which you do not always see. Yeah. Um, and it's really exciting to see the creative ways that film distributors and film crews have come to have presence at film festivals. So I think um it's it's not only uh, given a highlight to the needs of the writers and the actors, but it's also given a platform to the large crews that make these films possible, the miracle makers yeah. who make a film possible. Well, this will be amazing. We've been talking with the Chicago International Film Festival's artistic director, Mimi Plochet, and Rebecca Fons, who's director of programming at the Gene Siskel Film Center. Thank you both so much. Happy festival. Thank you. It's going to be a great time. <laughs> Thank you.